Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to the That's So Candid podcast with me, Raina Carice. Glad to be back. My goodness. Um, I tried recording this exact episode about a week ago and I deleted it on accident, um, which was absolutely devastating because <laughs> you guys know, you guys know how hard it has been for me to stay consistent with this podcast. So that was annoying, but I'm back. I have a free afternoon today and I'm really excited to be here and talking to you all. How is everyone doing? I hope you guys are all doing super duper well since the last time I spoke to you. We're sort of getting into that time of year where one, it's like really mundane, but it's also incredibly busy and like stressful. Because for me, like, I don't really have much going on in terms of, like, work and gigs and everything. Like, I feel like it always slows down around this time of year. However, I have, like, my car rego due. I have Christmas presents to buy. And it's just, like, overwhelming. But, yeah, it's – things have been going pretty well for me. I just came back from getting my skin chemically peeled – Um, which is always a fun time. Um, It doesn't sound as painful or as scary. Wait, sorry, I didn't say that right. It isn't as painful or scary as it sounds. But I did a bit of a different one today. Usually she just like does, like rubs this chemical peely stuff on my face and then puts like a moisturizer on and like does a jade roller. Whereas today she put a jelly mask on and then had this massive like LED light over my face for like 20 minutes. Which, I mean, it didn't really feel like 20 minutes, but it was definitely sort of uncomfortable because, like, you have the jelly mask over your eyes, nose, and mouth. So, like, you can't talk. You can't, like, go on your phone. You just kind of have to lie there. And I tried going to sleep, but I've been having these really weird, like, I don't even know if it's a headache. I honestly don't know what it is. It sort of feels like tension sort of behind my eyes and, like, at the front of my head, but it doesn't feel painful enough to be a headache it's just sort of like tension like it kind of feels like I'm tensing my muscles all the time but even if I try to relax them it's still like kind of has that feeling that they're tense so I don't know what's going on with me I also have a twitchy eye my right eye like eyelid is the muscle is always twitching Um, And I posted on my Instagram story and I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? Please help me. Am I going to die? I got a range of different responses. People either said that I was really tired and exhausted, which could be fair. I'm not getting a heap of sleep every single night, which I know is bad. I know is bad. I'm trying to be better, but you know, it's hard. It's easy in theory, but hard to actually do. Other people said it could be too much caffeine. I don't think that's the case because Max amount of coffee I have every single day is two shots. Usually I just have one shot because I like my coffee to be half strength. So if I'm having two coffees, it's only like two shots, you know, one shot per coffee. Um, and I don't really have any other caffeine. Like I don't have energy drinks. I don't have like, I don't know if there's caffeine and Coke. I don't know, but like, I don't know. I just don't think it's caffeine. And then other people and my mum were like, probs magnesium deficiency that cause muscle spasms. And so I've been taking magnesium supplements every single morning. And lo and behold, my eyeball is actually twitching less. So 
if you have twitchy eyeballs, take a magnesium tablet. You might be deficient. Um, is there anything else super duper exciting going on at the moment? Um, just trying to think what's been going on in my life. I entered a songwriting competition. So I finally finished recording a song with my friend Levi and that will be released probably like I'd say end of November by the looks of it. I'm just waiting to get some photos back from a photographer so I can use that as like my cover photo, but that's all ready to be released pretty much. And I'm actually entering it in a songwriting competition. You might remember in my uh, bucket list episode, I did talk about wanting to enter a songwriting competition this year. And I took this step and I entered it today. And what is actually crazy is that today was the last day that you could enter it. So I'm sort of feeling like it's a little bit of a sign. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm feeling good. I've been, here's another thing I've been doing. I'm embarking on a 30 day challenge that I've given myself. It's for a YouTube video, but like also for myself, I'm doing 30 days of like living my dream life in quotation marks, because obviously dream life as in I'm making the most of my life right now. I am doing everything that I can do to like work towards my goals. I'm waking up and going to bed at the right time. I'm eating healthily. I'm working out, just doing all the things that I guess my best self, my ideal self would be doing right now in this moment. Obviously my dream life does uh, contain like a house that I own and a different career and more money and all of that kind of jazz. Um, but that is obviously unrealistic to live like that now because that takes work to get there. But you know what I mean? I'm doing 30 days of like, I'm going to bed or trying to go to bed by like nine o'clock every single night, waking up at five. I've been meditating every morning and journaling. Um, I'm going to be recording a podcast a week. I'm going to be uploading a YouTube video a week. I'm going to be doing music practice at least once a week. I'm going to be ice skating twice a week, working out five days a week. It sounds like a lot, but I promise I've made it manageable. Like I've, I have a schedule set out. It's 30 day challenge. I know I can do it. I'm on day three at the moment. It's going pretty well if I do say so myself. Um, and I have to say guys, like waking up earlier because I used to wake up at like 6 a.m. and then I'd have to leave my house at 6 20 in order to get to work by 7 so I was sort of like waking up and leaving in like a rush and I wasn't having time to get anything done whereas waking up at 5 or oh, let's be honest it's been 5 30 the past two days the first day I woke up at 5 the next two days I woke up at 5 30 but it's okay we can get on top of that but still even though I'm waking up at 5 5 30 I have time to like wake up. I do a quick meditation. I make sure that I have food packed for the day. I'm able to do my skincare and my makeup before actually leaving for work. And it just sets my day on like a much calmer, more peaceful, sort of happier note. And it makes a massive difference in how I'm feeling for the rest of the day. I don't feel as sluggish. I don't feel as grumpy. I don't feel as like flustered. It's just actually amazing. So guys, I challenge you, if you're going to do anything get a decent amount of sleep and try to wake up a little bit earlier than you have to. So that way you can fit in some time for yourself before you start your day. Anyways, we're going to jump into the episode. This episode is going to be a smorgasbord. I've always wanted to say that word. It's going to be a smorgasbord <laughs> of different topics. Um, okay. Um, I just had like a few little topics that I wanted to speak on, but none of them were like beefy enough, I guess, to like turn into a full episode, if that makes sense. 
Um, I just had like a few little different thoughts over the past couple of weeks and I wanted to share them with you guys. Um, and you know, it'll probably say it in the title or description or whatever. So you're getting a bit of an idea of what we're getting into here, but yeah, it's just going to be a mixture of like four or five different thoughts that I've had. So buckle up friends. We're going to get right on into it. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about is intuition versus anxiety. Um, This is something that has been playing on my mind so much recently because one, I feel like I have always been a person that has very, very strong intuition. Like ever since I was a little girl, I used to tell people that I was a psychic as a joke, but because I grew up in like sort of a strict, or my family weren't conservative, strict Christians, but a lot of our friends were and people and friends that I knew, they always got triggered when I used the word psychic and they were like, oh, you shouldn't say that you should use the word intuition. So I changed it to telling people that I had good intuition, but like, it's just a word. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Anyways, that's totally off topic. I've always had a very strong intuition and I always had really good trust within myself and with my gut. And like, I always trusted how I was feeling about something. And then recently, or like over the past couple of years, I started to develop anxiety as well. Love it for me. Um, Specifically within the past maybe year or so, it's gotten quite a bit worse, Um, especially, I'll get into it, but especially with um, being in a relationship with someone. And I've really had to learn how to decipher the difference between intuition and anxiety because they can get very confused if you don't really know what to look for or mixed up. And I think it's something that's important to tell the difference between. Yeah, when I was a kid, I, as I said before, I had really good intuition. I have, or even now, I have always been able, I've always had this ability to meet people and I can just sense their energy. I can instantly tell if I like them or not. Even if they are a person that everyone is obsessed with, everyone raves about, everyone wants to be their friend, everyone thinks they're the coolest, most attractive, nicest, funniest person ever. If I feel off about them, like I don't like those people. And literally so far, 100% of the time, I have been somewhat correct in being able to sense something off about someone or yeah, just sensing like a weird energy about them. You know, like there were, there's been lots of times where, you know, there's been people um, in leadership positions at either a church or a school or something that I've gone to and everyone else has loved this leader loved this person, thought that they were the coolest thing ever. I always felt very off about them, very confused about why they were in leadership. Didn't think that they were that good of a person. No one could understand why. And then eventually something came out about that person that confirmed my feelings to be true. 
Um, my intuition has also been strong. I remember one time I was in the car, I was on my way to a friend's house and in my head I was like singing, I knew you were trouble by Taylor Swift. And I believe I was in like, I was like halfway through the first verse and I turned on the radio and some other random song was playing, didn't like the song, changed radio stations. And I knew you were trouble at the exact same spot that I was singing it in was playing on that radio station. That was pretty crazy to me. That always stood out to me. It was pretty wild. Um, there have been times where like um, I've had friends date guys and, you know, on the surface they seemed like okay people, but I just had a bad feeling about them. One specifically, like, oh, I guess, nah, maybe surface level he wasn't that great. But as soon as I met him, I told my other friend and I was like, this guy is going to cheat on this person. Like, I don't like him. He's a bad person. And he did end up cheating on her. I also, another time, had a dream about a friend's relationship um, that this guy had cheated on her. Didn't think much of it. And then the next day, she messaged our group chat saying that her partner had cheated on her and that they had broken up. Um, this is another moment that really stands out to me. One time I was at, um, I was serving at schoolies as a red frog and we were in like the meeting room having like lunch or something. And I walked up to my friend who was sitting at a table with another guy and started talking to him. And he was like, Hey, like, guess, guess my friend's name. Like, this is my friend, guess his name. And I looked at him and the first name that popped into my head for some reason was Raul which is such a weird, like unheard of, very specific name. And his name was freaking Raul. What the hell? That was like the weirdest moment for sure. But there's just been like lots of little moments kind of like that one. Yeah, I always make jokes about like being able to sense people's vibes, even like if I'm not, so like with my friends, even if I'm not talking to them, like I haven't spoken to them all day, I instantly, I'll get a vibe or like a feeling in my chest that something is wrong and I'll message that person and they'll be like, oh my gosh, how did you know this just happened? Or I'm feeling like this. It's just like, it's always been a thing in my life, like a reoccurring thing. However, recently I've started, I guess, to doubt or question or I guess mix up my intuition with anxiety because, um, and this mainly started happening when I started dating my, uh, Boise, my current boyfriend, my current, hopefully like only boyfriend from now on. Anyways, when we started dating or towards the beginning of our relationship, we had a lot of things or a few different things happen that really, um, I guess caused a lot of issues with like trust and, um, I don't want to go into it too much now because I'm sure we'll talk about it in the future because we've come a long way and we've worked through a lot, but I obviously don't want to speak about these things without him being here. And also like, whilst we're still working through it, I just feel like I sort of want to work through it completely first, but there were a few things that definitely hurt me and caused me, I guess, to have shaky trust in our relationship. And from that moment onwards, I always struggled with very extreme anxiety and insecurity um, surrounding our relationship. And it would get to the point where I would lie in bed at night and I would think, overthink things, overthink like random situations, create scenarios in my head. I'd read text messages from him and instantly like get a different meaning 
from it than what he was intending. He wouldn't reply to my message straight away and I'd instantly assume the worst and etc. etc. I hope you understand what I mean. And instantly, like these small feelings of anxiety would just blow up into something so much bigger and it would become turn into something that felt so real to me. Um and my body would like go into fight or flight mode. I would cause like fights and tension in our relationship. Like I would cause issues because of it. Um, and I always thought that it was my intuition and nine times out of 10, I have been wrong every single time. And it's just been my anxiety and these like little freak out moments or anxiety attacks or overthinking sort of situations always hurt me and hurt our relationship more than anything else. And it caused more issues. Like it caused issues that didn't need to be there. And so it's really something that I felt like I had to work through and that I had to learn to decipher the difference between my intuition and anxiety, um, not just for my sake, but for the sake of my relationship as well. And so these are some things that I have learned that have really, really helped me um, because I'm every time I'm sort of in, um, I guess, like an anxiety uh, place of anxi- anxious thoughts, <laughs> I'm able to go back to like these points and I guess work through sort of what I'm feeling and pull it all apart and decipher it and try and see it for what it is. Difference between intuition versus anxiety. Um, I've read a few different definitions of each one. One person said that intuition was like a pull, whereas anxiety was like a push. So when I read that, the first thing that sort of popped into my head was that there was sort of like an an ease to intuition, whereas there was something more aggressive about anxiety. Um, another thing that I read was that intuition um, lives in your heart, whereas anxiety lives in your head, which I also thought was a really good one because I noticed for myself that when I'm feeling anxious about something, it's always accompanied by overthinking and a lot of anxious thoughts. Whereas when I'm feeling intuition about something, there's like just a peaceful knowing in my heart about it. And the, I guess, difference that I have felt in myself is that with anxiety comes a lot more physical uh, symptoms and reactions. So like, for example, uh, my heart might race, my hands might start to sweat, Um, My breathing might become a little bit um, like heavier um, and it's just like a much more visceral reaction, like it doesn't feel good. Whereas when I'm feeling intuition, it's just like an ease, it's just a knowing, like it's it's very hard to describe, Um, I guess like anxiety anxiety is always a reaction to a perceived threat. Um, so it's always, it always seems to be evolving from fear. And, um, I guess it's like an, an exaggerated way of like trying to keep ourselves from harm. And when I'm feeling anxious, it's always because I'm scared of something or I feel threatened. Whereas intuition, I feel, 
doesn't really come from a perceived threat or fear. It always just seems to come out of nowhere. So one thing that I try to do um, is like slow down. One, try to figure out like, okay, how am I actually feeling in my body? Am I feeling the physical symptoms of anxiety or am I feeling like an inner gut feeling? And then I'll be like, okay, where is this intuition slash anxiety coming from? Is it because I'm scared of something happening and I've like overthought myself into believing that something is going to happen or has it just popped up out of nowhere? Um, intuition, I feel always comes with feeling relaxed. It's like a calm, soothing feeling, almost like things have fallen into place, if that makes sense. Whereas anxiety is not like that whatsoever. There's, as I said, always some sort of like physical symptoms and it's always more intense than intuition is. So yeah, that's sort of... Um, I guess what I wanted to say about intuition versus anxiety, um, there's probably a lot more you could go into there. I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you were able to tell the difference between intuition and anxiety, but that's just what I've noticed for myself. And I hope that's helpful because it's definitely helped me sort of get out of like, oh, just overthinking feels like shit, to be honest. Like it doesn't feel good whatsoever. And being able to slow down like this has just helped me so much because there have been moments where I haven't been able to sleep or I've cried myself to sleep or I've literally been hyperventilating out of anxiety and like make tricking myself into thinking that I know something's going to happen. And now just like being able, knowing the difference between intuition and anxiety and being able to slow down and like, I guess, soothe myself and talk myself through it has been just a game changer in my life and in my mental health. So yes, I hope that is helpful for you. The next topic I wanted to talk about is plastic surgery because I've been going through, I feel like body image, you have good days and you have bad days. Um, Especially when you've like made progress. I feel like for me anyways, like I've made a lot of progress in my um, self-esteem and in my body image. Um, And for the most part, I feel okay. But I definitely have moments, it can be days, it can be like a month, um, it can just be like a couple hours where I just have bad body image days, I hate everything about my face, I hate everything about my body and I start picking everything apart and when I'm in these stages, I the instant first thing that my brain jumps to is what plastic surgery can I get to fix the things that I don't like? And I would find myself like on like researching plastic surgery and where I can get it done and how much it costs and just thinking about it so much. And it's just funny to me because I feel like plastic surgery has become so normalized in our society today. Like it's so easy to get it done. I feel like, I mean, it's not affordable, but like, I mean, there are people going to debt, like there are loans for it and There's just like, there seems to be plastic surgery for literally anything that you can think of. And 
it's scary how normal it is. Now, I have very mixed um, opinions on plastic surgery. On one hand, like, if you want to get it done, I fully support it. If it's something that you, like, if there's something that you are really insecure about um, and you've been insecure about it for a really long time and you want to change it, like, no judgment towards you whatsoever for wanting to get something done, I guess, to make yourself feel better. But at the same time... It's very much rooted in, I guess, the patriarchy. Like, it's uh, on one hand, it's like, yeah, you do you, girl. Like, do whatever you want with your body. Like, your body is just a body, blah, blah, blah. But when you're looking at the root of it, like, why are we getting things done? The only reason that we feel, like, insecure about certain features um, about ourselves is because society has told us that it's not desirable or it's not attractive. And I feel like it always, it definitely comes down to like your intention behind get like getting plastic surgery. Like if it's coming from a place of self-hatred and you think that it's going to make you feel happier and better about yourself. Like, I don't think that's a good place to be coming from. And I don't think it's going to be making you happy. Um, it's going to make you happier because, your happiness is not rooted in how you look. And this is something that I have to remind myself over and over again. But like I'm going to use, um, I, you might have heard of her, Dove Cameron, for example. She denies that she's had plastic surgery, as a lot of celebrities do. Um, but I am pretty much 99% sure she's probably had something done, um, especially if you look at videos of her from like a couple years ago to now, like there's no way that puberty does that to you. Like that's just not how puberty works. Puberty doesn't change your bone structure and like, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, besides the point, like if she wants to get plastic surgery, I don't care, like do whatever you want. But she has spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to change her appearance that she wasn't happy with. And she continues to face tune and Photoshop the photos that she uploads to like Instagram and stuff like that. And I've seen so many videos of like, or yeah, posts about like the original photo that was taken and then the photo that she uploaded. And you can see like, there's a stark difference to the one that she uploaded in the original photo. And it's just so, so sad to me because she is such a stunning, like she's a beautiful person. Like she has such a unique look. Like, I just think she's so beautiful. And yet, she's still so unhappy with herself that after, even after spending thousands of dollars on plastic surgery, that she has to edit these photos in order to fit, I guess, this idea in her head of what beautiful is. And I don't know, like, I don't think if you're coming from a place of like not being happy with yourself, then getting plastic surgery isn't going to make you happier. You can meet someone who is like in society standards is not attractive And yet they may be the happiest person that you have ever met in your life because happiness doesn't, it's a mindset thing. It doesn't come from your appearance or your gifts and your talents or your achievements. Like it's purely something that comes from within you. And so plastic surgery isn't going to fix that. I don't know, for me, I'm also torn because I really am wanting to be a role model for girls 
I guess, with like accepting themselves and loving themselves. And I, I'm preaching body positivity and self-love. Yet how can I go and get procedures done to change the way I look because I'm not happy with certain things and yet still preach about self-love, if that makes sense? For the most most part, I don't, I don't know if it can, I mean, I guess it can coexist because I know there are girls who like get lip filler and stuff like that. And they talk about self-love and, you know, I don't know. I honestly don't know where I stand with it. It's just, I'm on a, on the fence about it because I don't want to give into society and I don't want to, I guess, reiterate to other girls that like, oh, my nose is ugly because it's big. So I got it fixed and now I'm more beautiful. Like, I don't want that to be the message that I bring across. Um, the one procedure that I would 100% get without a doubt is a breast reduction. And that is simply because I don't like being sexualized for a body part that I didn't even want. Um, I'm sick of paying a million dollars for bras and I'm sick of being uncomfortable and not being able to like freely run around, and do like physical activity without, um, having like a million bras on. Um, but that's different because that's like a, that's not really an appearance thing. That's a, um, what's the word when like you're doing it, you know, I don't know what the word is, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I'd love to hear your thoughts about it. What are your thoughts on plastic surgery? Can you love yourself and preach self-love and body positivity and make changes to your body because like on one hand like your body like it's just your sim it's your sim character it's your avatar like what's what's the difference with changing your hair color and your haircut like girls dye their hair blonde because in society blondes have been like sexualized and made out to be more attractive um so is that like the exact same thing as changing the shape of your nose straightening or curling your hair where is the line what where is the line I don't know I just wanted to talk about it because it's been on my mind so much lately and I don't know how I feel about it um I was thinking about getting filler in my cheeks and in my jaw just because I've always been a bit insecure about my bone structure or lack of bone structure but then I heard a million stories about how filler doesn't actually ever go away. It just migrates to different parts of your face and then ends up making your face look rounder and rounder and rounder. Sorry. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's not really what I'm aiming for. And I don't want to have to pay to get it dissolved after paying to get it put in there. So I've decided against that. But man, plastic surgery is just like, it's just insane. And it really is like, it's literally everywhere these days it everyone's getting it um it's not just something that's reserved for like celebrities anymore but like people in our everyday lives are always getting plastic surgery or filler filler seems to be a huge one okay so the next thing that I wanted to talk about was the whole that girl trend um which is so random because this was a massive trend like a couple months ago and I'm jumping on the bandwagon super late but I just wanted to share my thoughts on it because there was a lot of controversy going around about it. It was massive. It was a massive trend. All the hot young women were like getting involved and sharing their that girl morning routines. Ah, oh, sorry, I'm yawning. Um, but then there was a lot of people who were like 
very against it and thought that it was simply reserved for like thin white blonde tall sexy whatever women and so I just wanted to share my thoughts on it (laughs) if you care at all I don't know um I have mixed opinions I do think that it is rooted in like being white and thin and aesthetic you know all the girls that went viral for being that girl were always white and very thin um and you know most people cannot or a lot of people cannot relate to that and it can definitely make people feel like an outcast make people feel not good enough make that whole routine and lifestyle I guess feel unattainable for them if they're not thin and white and aesthetic blah 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 I get it I personally like I live in the ugliest house ever um and I'm not like a skinny person and um I have to work full time so doing their morning routine and living their lifestyle that they were posting on TikTok isn't realistic for me and it did make me sort of feel a little bit shitty when I first started seeing it I can't just wake up and spend all day at the beach and drinking smoothies and green juice and I don't look gorgeous all the time. However, I do think that it can be used to fit everyone's personal situation. I think the whole point, this is how I took it. The whole point of the whole that girl lifestyle routine, blah, 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 was simply to inspire people, I think, to create or live a life that they love um, and to, I guess, romanticize their life. And I think it just comes down to making the most of what you do have and making the most of the time that you have and, you know, really taking care of yourself and putting your health and your wellness and your happiness first. And I think that can look different from, for, for, I think that can look different for everyone. Maybe you're that girl lifestyle doesn't look like something that can be put on TikTok, but I think we can take inspiration from these things. Like for me, a change that I would like to make in my life is waking up earlier and meditating and making sure that I'm meal prepping foods that are like nourishing to me. And that's because it's good for me and it's good for my mental health. So yeah, I don't know. What's your thoughts on the that girl trend? Did you relate to it? Did it make you feel crappier? Um, do you feel like you live the that girl lifestyle? I don't know. I'd love to hear it. Um, and yeah, I feel like I'm gonna stop it there. There was like one or two more things that I wanted to talk about. However, I have been talking for a long time and I have people coming over soon, (laughs) so I should probably end it here, but I hope you liked that episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If there are any topics that you do want me to talk about, I would love to hear them. Um, you can let me know, DM me at, on my Instagram, either at Raina Carice or at that so candid pod. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear what you guys want to hear. Cause obviously this is not just for me, but it's for you as well. Um, I do have an idea for next week's episode. I do sort of want to talk about, I guess, body image and, insecurities and blah, 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 just sort of dive deeper into that because, you know, I've spoken about my history with eating disorders. Yeah. I've now touched on like plastic surgery and stuff, but I just think it's such a massive, massive topic. I just want to have a whole episode sort of dedicated to it. I was thinking I might, you know, get you guys to ask questions or share your thoughts on the topic of like body image and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I just think it would be, it's unfortunately a thing that 
probably all of us have struggled with at one point or another. Um, yeah, it's relatable for all. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to leave it there. I hope you guys all have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful week and I will talk to you next time. Bye.